today on the Profitable Trady Podcast. If you do shut down, it doesn't matter whether your big shutdown is over Christmas or over some kind of summer period, there can be some pretty major consequences. You've still got costs. It's yeah. not like you can put your costs on holiday. Seems like a good idea at those times to give everyone a rest uh, and perhaps more importantly to give you as the business owner a rest. If your business you know, needs to shut down uh, and you can't get a proper break without it, then that may be a problem with the business. Having to use all your leave over that summer break uh, isn't always what they actually want to do with their time. You're going to get your team breaks when they want them and in a way that probably suits the team to keep their energy levels up and that'll keep the team fresh throughout the year. Huge upside. So let's dig into how we actually do this. With holidays and vacation coming up, many business owners are thinking about shutting down for a few weeks to give themselves and their team a break. It's a noble idea, but most business owners haven't thought through the consequences of a holiday shutdown. And the consequences can be serious. Tune into this week's podcast where we discuss how to deal with holiday shutdowns so that you can keep your team fresh and ensure that the cash keeps rolling in. You're listening to the Profitable Tradie Podcast, where every week we help you make more money, get your time back, and make life and business a whole lot more fun. Join us as we transform your plumbing, electrical, or similar service business into a successful operation. Don't miss a beat. Hit the follow button. Let's get started. Alrighty, we've arrived at the podcast. It's Tony Fraser-Jones, the host of the Profitable Tradie Podcast, tuning in with my good mate and uh, fellow moustache wearer today, Phil Smith. Yes, moustache wearing all right. What's happening? Well, I've uh, you know basically just been at a wedding recently and uh, I was convinced to shave down the mo. And uh, so, yeah, I suppose we're matching. That's what's happening. It's a, a fetching little slug there. Yours is not bad either. Thank you. I've had a few admirers, just quietly. Yeah, well, I always have a few admirers. There's my mum. You yeah, know, that's like, true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure uh, my wife's been one of them, but anyway. Uh, what are we getting into today, Chief? This is an important topic. Yeah, we're talking about uh, holiday and vacation shutdowns. So, you know, things like Christmas for us here down under is a big uh, big shutdown. But, you know, if you're over on uh, North America, you know, it could be summer break uh, for US and Canada. Uh, it's basically whenever a big shutdown in your business. So seems like a good idea at those times to give everyone a rest uh, and perhaps more importantly to give you as the business owner a rest because uh, it's the only time you can really unplug, you know, when the business is not operating. Yeah, so, I mean, some people will shut down for a couple of weeks. Some people, you know, maybe have a, a three-week uh, break, whether, you know, over the summer typically. Uh, and um, the problem with this is that um, if your business, you know, needs to shut down uh, and you can't get a, a proper break without it, then that's uh, maybe a problem with the business, uh, and that's a problem we should be solving as well, which is one of the reasons why uh, we exist and we do this podcast, so you can have a business where you can get away. But That's right. Uh, if you do shut down and uh, for an extended period of time, there can be some pretty major consequences, and we've seen it with so many businesses that we've coached. That, you know, There are financial consequences. There are team consequences as well, and, and often there's uh, client consequences and and missed opportunity consequences as well. So there's a lot to get into. How many times did you say consequences, and was it difficult? It was difficult, particularly the 37th time. <laughs> it's so one of the consequences of saying consequences consequence. so often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, the, consequences. the point is made. There are some Thank consequences. You. There are. Yeah. And I think the thing is we don't think about or realise what they are. That's uh, right. We're just thinking about getting to the finish line. And uh, you know, downing tools for a while so we can chill out. Uh, but today we would just want to drill into what those consequences are and how you can actually approach a vacation or a holiday shutdown in a way that works for you and your team, and your finances and and your business. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm sure you got a story to uh, to kick into. Yeah, well, this uh, story, Luke and Maria. Yep. Uh, who are who are members? And um, last uh, around Christmas time, they were complaining that uh, every year when they came back from their 
their summer break, which is uh, what happens in uh, in Down Under. Obviously, yep. it's a bit later if if uh, if you're in the US or Canada. They'd come back to no money in their account, and uh, it would take them till sort of the middle of March to really get any money, to get any momentum. Mm. Uh, and it was incredibly stressful. Uh, so you know, and their contractors would be always so slow to pay because they had the same problem. They were they'd have a shut as well, and so they were a bit short of cash. Uh, and you know, they'd shut for three weeks. They had no money coming in. They'd also have to play leave to all their all their employees at that time. Uh, and unfortunately, where they're based, uh, there's a bunch of tax payments due in January as well, which is a special, you know, New Year holiday gift. Uh, yeah. And it was utter madness, incredibly stressful. Uh, and they just thought it was kind of that's what you do in business. If you want to have a break, you've got to shut down. Uh, well, it's not, and that's what we're going to dig into today. Yeah, I think super important topic. Um, and yeah, it doesn't matter whether your big shutdown is over Christmas or over some kind of summer period. One way or another, I think this is really, really important message because, um, yeah, some big problems we can run into, right? Massive problems. I think this is the thing, isn't it? And what we notice is that uh, you don't really understand all the implications of this. You're basically just wanting the business to go away for a little while so you can chill out, Yeah, uh, which is understandable because running a business is stressful. But if you do have a long shut, I guess the first thing is there's no revenue. There ain't no money coming in. Mm. And it might be for a couple of weeks, or if you if you really go whole hog, it might be for three weeks, and that can cause really major cash flow issues. Mm. If you think about it, if you're doing a couple of hundred thousand dollars in monthly revenue, if you're shut for two weeks, you're down a hundred k in revenue. Yeah, just straight away, and uh, you've still got costs. It's yeah. not like you can put your costs on holiday or That's on right. vacation. That's right. They still come in. You've you've still got. I mean, you don't have your material costs, obviously. Right. You don't have to buy stuff, uh, you know, but you do have all the other costs. You have labour costs. Uh, you know, if there's leave, you've got your rent. Uh, you've got all the other fixed costs. If you've got bank payments, I love the banking model. It never <laughs> sleeps right. Or insurance, those payments just keep coming out. Uh, and so, you know, that's that's really tricky. So, that puts pressure on your cash flow. And uh, I don't know about you, but uh, cash flow issues are some of the most stressful as a business owner. And there's yeah. a whole lot of stress. You know, you you start to doubt your self worth because you haven't got money to pay people, and you you you're scratching around to, you know, rob Peter to pay Paul, uh, and keep everyone happy. And it's just really really stressful. Yeah. Uh, so there are huge, you know, economic and financial implications which really need to be thought through. Yeah, hundred percent. And if you if you force your employees to take leave by having that shutdown, you know, basically, you know, they're going to use up their leave as well. So, you know, we want to have a holiday. We take a holiday. We shut the business down because we need to take a holiday. And you know, naturally, everybody else is going to take a holiday during that or take a vacation. The thing is, is that they have to use their leave balances for that. So, um, basically, it's going to leave them with bugger all left later in the year and it's a big long year um you know they're going to get tired they're going to get sick and especially seeing as you know it's it's not a we you know we justify to ourselves not a bad time to take a holiday right you know right over the uh, middle of summer but the thing is is that often if you take a lot of your leave balance right there in summer you're going to get six months later into the middle of winter and um you're going to be pretty tired pretty cold pretty over it and honestly you could use a break then too um and by the time you do both of those, you have basically nothing left. Uh, I know definitely as an employee myself, once upon a time, uh, going through, it's like you really had to save up because if you don't save your leave balance through the whole year, then you get to Christmas and 
you know, for us here in New Zealand, get to Christmas and you get your summer holiday forced by your employer um, and you have bugger all leave and so therefore you're really playing with a monetary crisis of your own as an employee, um, especially because it's an expensive time of year anyway. Um, so yeah, you can really set up a really difficult thing for your for yeah, your and, team. and uh, to be honest, the, those of you listening who are in New Zealand and Australia, we, we're lucky. Well, the, the employees are lucky; they get a lot more leave than uh, than people in the US and and, and um, sometimes Canada get. So it's even more difficult. That's right. Uh, in those countries, because uh, you have less leave as an employee. So well, a week or two shutdown, and yeah. that's that's all your vacation yeah, leave. That's gone. right. So it's really so, tricky. Yeah, very very difficult. Yeah, obviously another one. Uh, some employees, you know, they're not even going to want to use their leave. Then this is that's a massive you know, like, one because this is huge. you know we don't want to make it be uh, our sort of agenda driving their agenda all the time. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think you know if you think about mo- most employees, a lot of people that you have on board, you know, they're either going to have um, things that they want to do throughout the year, like personal hobbies. Maybe there's a convention they want to go to, or a holiday they want to go on with their mates, or, or a family like that. wedding. Yeah, family wedding. I mean, I was at a wedding last weekend. There you go. Um, or, you know, they may have young family. So those, um, those kids might be in school. They have school holidays and things that they want to do. And so the thing is, is that having to use all your leave over that summer break uh, isn't always what they actually want to do with their time. You know, um, it might be that they have no family and they don't care. Maybe they just need the money or they want to save up or they've got something big they want to buy and they'd rather just work. Um, they could have a holiday plan later in the year. I personally take a big holiday usually about the end of January uh, and another one in March because um, for, for, for us here in New Zealand, that's uh, still summer and it's less busy. I, I don't want to go to the beach when everybody's there. Um, so I think the big thing is that one way or another, they may not actually want to take leave then. Uh, and they may want to still have it later. So you forcing them to take it actually isn't really what they want either. Yeah, that's a, that's a biggie. And and uh, someone like you said just want the money. They need the money. And uh, like you said, you know, when we had young kids, like ours are older now, but um, we'd love to take a, a summer vacation later on when it was a bit quieter and mm. cheaper to get uh, to you know to rent a house or, or whatever. So um, so yeah. not everyone's needs are the same. I think another thing that we find is that um, often there's tax payments. Uh, in a number of places, uh, depending on wh- what state or country you're in, there's sales tax or GST or uh, provisional income tax that needs to be paid to the tax office, and that often comes out uh, around the start of the year as well, uh, mm. at a time when you've got no money, and uh, unfortunately, a lot of people haven't planned for it, which is a whole, whole other problem. Yeah, a whole other <laughs> kit and caboodle. Uh, so that can put a lot of pressure on. And the situation is made worse because not only the fact that you uh, are not getting revenue for a period of time, there's often a bunch of other contractors uh, or clients who are shut down as well and their cash flow is under pressure because they haven't had the revenue coming in. And so when you start doing jobs for them, maybe you know late July or early August if you're in the US or Canada or it's sort of late January, early February in, in ANZ, they are slow to pay you. They yep. can't pay you to the middle of March and sometimes into April because they're getting their cash flow back on track. So there's this huge... Uh, snowballing effect the cycle of cash just draw you know grinds to a halt and yep. everyone's just kind of gasping for oxygen or cash and uh, that's that's really stressful but the funny thing is that those same clients and and people that you're working with who are also having a shutdown they're again only probably doing that because they want to have a break so it's the same like you set this uh, situation up where you shut down over the holidays because you want to have a break and you don't actually want your business to take a break. You just think it can't run without you. The thing is, your you know contractors and people that you work with are probably actually doing exactly the same thing. 
And um, and so you've both set yourself up for a cash flow hole you don't want to be in, but you just think it has to be that way, when in reality, you and them could both be having that break while your teams work, and neither of you would have the problem. And there's a flip side to this, is that some of your clients who, while you're shut down, they actually might not be shut down. For example, maybe you do work for schools, or maybe you do commercial work, or maybe you do, you know, work for, I don't know, correctional facilities, or, you know, anything. Or a retail work, shop retail that might be shops. shut, shut any of the above and so the thing is is none of these places shut down and so if you're doing the maintenance for you know say a retail shop or you know a school or something the likes um the thing is they don't shut down uh necessarily while school probably have a holiday but uh, i know a correctional facility doesn't let all the inmates out for uh, for christmas (laughs) um anyway my point is is like if they don't shut down but you do then what do they do in that gap because they're still going to need uh work done things still pop up and if you're unavailable because you're having the entire business shut down um, you actually risk losing the client because if something pops up they're going to have to use someone else which is kind of like letting your girlfriend date someone else while you have a rest it's not a good idea yeah it's not recommended captain not recommended I think the overall uh, impact is that you know you end up creating a super stressful situation down the track when what you were trying to do is take the pressure off and have a break uh, and so what we find is people who do this and take a break, they've always got in the back of their mind that there's this bit of a, how do we call it, shitstorm coming yep. uh, when they get back to work. And so it really takes all the positives out of having the break. And look, as we've alluded to, the real reason you're in this position is because you probably don't have a team that can keep things operating without you. That's the real problem. And yep. if you had a better business, you could take some time off without shutting down. Yeah, that's right. Or maybe you're starting to get that bigger business and you've grown that team a little bit, but you haven't yet realised that that's happened, and so you're still living in the past of how you used to have to do things by necessity, and now what's happened is that necessity is not actually the same thing anymore, but you just kind of have to let that sink in and, and, and actually make the change, which honestly, most people, it just doesn't really occur to them they can do that. And that's amazing uh, with business, isn't it? There's so much like custom and practice, things we think are just the way they are because that's the way they've always been. Yeah. It's not, it's all in your head. That's right. And you can, you can change it if you want to, which is uh, what we want to dig into. That's right. And so I suppose the flip side of this is if we do manage, um, you know, for a shutdown or a holiday, if we manage this well and we plan ahead, we can we can do things a bit differently. Yeah, I mean, the first thing is you're going to keep the cash flow coming in. Uh, so that's great. Uh, you're going to stay solvent. You're not going to spend two or three months trying to get your cash flow back from zero, you know, get your business off life support and having to rob Peter to pay Paul. You're going to get your team breaks when they want them and in a way that probably suits the team to keep their energy levels up and that'll keep the team fresh throughout the year yep. and that then you know reduces illness and as I said keeps those energy levels really really high which is good for productivity and motivation and culture. Yeah totally so some huge upsides so let's dig into how we actually do this. Yeah well for me there's really three options. Number one is uh, bury your head in the sand and do nothing. And yeah, it's uh, never a good one. Yeah probably not. Yeah. Number two is you can provision during the year uh, and number three is don't shut down or limit the shutdown period as much as possible. Uh, so, I, And I like number three yeah. the most. Yeah, yeah, it's generally the best option. For all the reasons we talked about. But um, let's dig into these a bit more because I think uh, we want everyone to understand what we're getting at here. Yep. And I think we all understand point number one, do nothing, bury our head in the sand. Which is um, basically, yeah, do nothing. and Yeah, if you need clarification on that, then don't worry, you're already doing it. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, uh, if we're looking at, say, point number two, where we provision uh, for this during the year, what do you mean by that? Yeah, basically that means you're going to assume that you're going to work for 11 months of the year but you've got 12 months of cost and you need to set money aside. So every month uh, when you're working, you've got to set some money aside to cover everything at uh, 
uh, over your break. So, and, and that just, you know, you've got to make sure you've got a cash flow forecast. Well, you should do that anyway. Like, that's another whole kettle of fish. Uh, it's still a challenging option. Um, but, you know, you can you could do that. So, effectively, you've got a bunch of a war chest sitting in a, another account, which you've got to cover everything that's coming in. Yeah. It does. It, I mean, it's good in one way because it put, puts pressure on you to be really profitable and address things in the months that you are operating. So, yeah. that's one way. And for some of our listeners over, um, particularly in, in uh, very, very northern parts of the world, yeah. um, hey, look, you know, you guys do this already, right? Yeah. Like, you're having to provision for major shutdowns, and it's not. Oh, it's just frozen. Yeah, it's not because of a holiday. Um, it's because, geez, you can't work, man. Yeah. It's the you go ground, outside ground's frozen. Yeah, you can't be out there that long. So, you know, it's not like you want to be up on a roof or anything either. Like, you freeze to death. So, the yeah. thing is, like, that that's something you already have to do. And I suppose that's where. You know, for for you, if you're in that situation, it's not like you're trying to budget a, a 12 month cash flow into 11 months. It's like, don't take a big, huge holiday in the middle of summer when that's your your time to literally make hay. You know what I mean? Yep. So, so you might budget for nine months or yeah, or, right, or whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, again, this this might be something you're already doing. Um, so on the other hand, let's dig into number three. Yeah. Well, number three is let's get savvy about when we shut down and how much we shut down for, if at all. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I I love the, the I talked about banks and insurance companies because they get paid their premiums every month or their interest every month if, if that's the way you do it and yeah. you know if you can get paid every month it makes a huge difference because if you miss a month or two it does really hurt the profitability so it's how to actually make that work and for me it's all about explaining to your team the impacts of the shutdown what happens if you shut down for a vacation yeah and uh, you know just start by talking about the fact that you're you're not going to do that this year. You're yeah. going to do things a bit differently, and ask your team who actually wants to take a vacation and who doesn't. You know, sort of find out because you might be surprised. It might actually work out quite well. There will be some who do want want a vacation. You're probably not going to work at a hundred percent, but it might be eighty percent. Yeah, and so that's still good cash flow coming in. And then those who do want to have leave, you have them apply for leave like any other job. Yeah, like you know, a hotel can't just uh, shut down over a break. They've still got to have people to work or a factory or whatever it is. Well, can, can you imagine? Imagine that you take your big uh, your big break over <laughs> over that holiday period and you go to the hotel and they're like, oh, no, no, we're on a break too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. kind of like on Christmas Day, you know, when you go and you're like, I finally got a day off because it's Christmas. So, uh, you know, I'm forced to, forced to shut my business down. And you can't do anything with it because everything else is shut. shut. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, there's going to be a little bit of a, a kind of a welcome to reality here, uh, a little bit for the team. And, and, and it'll probably work out pretty well, but you, you might need to have them apply for leave and figure out, you know, who's going to get leave this year. Uh, I've worked in uh, plenty of jobs where, you know, that's been the case. It's like it's your year this year and someone else gets a, a turn uh, next time. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, my first job. And um, for those of us here in New Zealand, um, there's a big festival called R&V. Um, for those of you outside of New Zealand, this is a festival of 18-year-olds um, just absolutely raving and some it's great It's messy. Lines. It's pretty messy. Um, we had a bunch of people that were all about 18 working in this um, in this one Vodafone, which is a telco provider. Um, and it wasn't who can get leave, it was who's allowed to go to R&V because <laughs> everyone wanted to go, but you couldn't because uh, we can't all go or otherwise what happens to the shop, right? That's so exactly right. Our, you know, people had to take turns. It's just kind of the way it yeah. is. So you work through the logistics and uh, you give the people what they want wherever you can. Uh, but some of them you're probably going to have to turn down or you're going to have to make some alternative arrangements. Yeah. Uh, as long as you, you know, explain that what you're trying to do here and why you're doing it, that's just one of those things of life and, and being a leader, making those hard calls. Yeah. Your office team, um, you know, maybe some of them can take some time off or some of them might be quite happy to work at home. 
you know, maybe there's a little bit less to do, that's fine. Uh, they could do some part time. You just work through the the of what you need and, and you and you map it out. And again, before you go making some kind of roster or turn system, you know, do ask the question first. Does anybody actually want to work over the time? Because, um, yeah, there'll be people that do want to, and and so no point in building a roster around people that don't need to be in the roster, right? Um, easy as. And I think the next thing is talk with your staff, but talk with your clients too. You know, talk to them about the fact that hey, this year we're open for business. Um, and figure out what projects or jobs could be done. So maybe you go to them and you say, I don't know, let's say you work with a builder or a general contractor, and they also normally would shut down in that time. Maybe you're going to go to them and say, hey, Tony, um, you know, do you always have a bad January? And you'll be like, well, yeah, because we're shut down. And I'll be like, yeah, it sucks, right? And you'll be like, yeah. And I'm like, do you want to not have a bad January this year? And he'll be like, what do you mean? And I'll be like, well, why don't we both just not shut down? And he's like, but I want to have a holiday. I'm like, no, 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 you you misunderstand. You'll have a holiday, I'll have a holiday, but our teams will work um, and we we'll, won't have bad Januaries. What do you think about that? Tony will probably be like, this is amazing. Like, he'll, it'll be like the old El Paso ad. He'll have you up on his shoulders, you know, bala bala la bamba. It's like, it's going on. So I think the thing is, it's really easy to have these conversations. There's probably going to be a lot of your clients who will probably be glad that you're not going to shut. So have that conversation. And, you know, it could even just be that, you have other clients which they they don't shut. You know they don't shut. Um, so speak to them and say, hey, this year I'm not shutting. Um, and, you know, they'll be a lot more proactive because if they're expecting that you'll shut down like normal, they'll be disorganized. They won't be getting in touch with you. They'll be going to their plan B person who they swear that they don't have, but trust me, they've got. They've always got they've someone always got this. You know, it's that guy that she told you not to worry about. Um, anyway, so in this case, you've got to be careful um, that that person's not going to get the phone call. So you need to be proactive. Go to those clients and say, hey, I'm not shutting down this year. So I know you're probably going to have work on. Uh, let's get some, some stuff in the calendar or either that'll just, just understand these are the dates where we're going to be around, you know, will be shut on the stat holidays, something like that. And then that way at least they know that you're there and they can use you like normal. Yeah, there will be, like you said, there'll be lots of work that you can do with your existing clients during that break if you ask them Yeah, and plan it. And then the next thing is it's thinking about your marketing and getting really savvy about the type of work that you target. Uh, and typically it's you know work that will happen during a, a, a shutdown period. Mm. Uh, and so those are things that, uh, you know, if they're closed, sometimes they want work done. Yeah, that's uh, right. Like schools. Schools, perfect. So yeah. the thing is, a school does shut down, yeah. but actually that means they want more done because you know, in yeah, they, they, they might, they'll they have maintenance, that's but right. they're not doing renovations while the kids are there. No, they're know? not. And and maybe there's um, some construction projects. If they can kick them off you know, uh, straight away when they're not there, then there's four weeks when the schools aren't disrupted. That's it. Uh, Government work is another one because government departments often shut down. Cushy number, we won't get into that. Yeah, yeah, Guaranteed yeah. payment because we're paying it. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Oh, but don't don't yeah. crack that nut open with Tony. You're going to have a, a huge chat on your hands. Easy, easy, Tiger. <laughs> uh, you're not far behind, just quietly. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, so government work is good. What about, uh, you know, sometimes uh, retail shops do shut down for a little bit of a holiday period. Some of them do. Uh, maybe they, don't, they want work done to minimise business interruption. Well, they definitely have a slow patch. You'll have retail shops are going to go, like, for example, here in New Zealand, we have a big holiday over over Christmas, you know, New Zealand, Australia, this side of the year. So the big thing is that Christmas is obviously uh, a really big time for sales as well. So retail shops are going to go absolutely nuts during December, uh, especially, you know, towards the end of the month. And they'll probably take more wear and tear in that month than they do for six months normally. Uh, January is usually dead quiet for the first couple of weeks. And so what do they got to do? They fix all the stuff that got destroyed in December. It's, honestly, it's it's easy money. 
um, and they want it done in January so it doesn't disrupt sales. Like yep. re- retail is an easy target for January. Um, so again, I think the big thing is just having a look at um, the question we asked earlier. It's like, well, what type of industries don't shut down? Well, hotels don't shut down. Well, you know, schools shut down, but that's a huge time for them to use you. You know, like government works. Not you know, all of this stuff. Have a think about it and start targeting it. Right? Like it's. It's just making a list of who you go after. Yeah, it allows you to stay busy. Yeah, and on that note as well, ramp up your marketing. You know, like if you know you're gonna uh, you're gonna not shut down this year, well then you know do some marketing because normally you wouldn't, and a lot of people will assume you're gonna shut down. So do some marketing, get yourself out there, and uh, start to fill the pipeline and do it proactively. So you know, get your email marketing up and running, get your Google ads going. You know, look at picking up extra work while the other businesses are shut down because. If you are not shut down and everyone else is, a little bit of extra marketing is going to absolutely dominate because nobody else is doing anything and they're also unavailable. So you can be like that dodgy guy in the background, don't need to worry about. Yeah, that's it. Only worry about me because I'm the only guy here. It's like I'm the only postman and everybody's overseas at war. Uh, they'll be gone for a few years, and we got some low. All right, <laughs> all right, all right. Moving right along. Um, the point is, is, uh, is, is be that guy, right? Like, put yourself out there because you know, really, it should be a killing field. Like, you're you're going to be the only real. Well, option. the thing is, if you get the option and then you do an exceptional job, you're going to get long term clients from that. Yeah, uh, like you might have been the B option before, yeah, now but you're, now, now you're, you're a, a right? right. You, you finally got your chance. Yeah. It's like you know, put me in, coach. I want to get off the bench and and that's press, right. right? That's so right. And so not that's you, it. you relegate the starter to the bench, which is great. Yeah, well, the starter's off with an injury, so He's I'm gonna gone. take my opportunity. Um, and the other thing as well is when you're ramping this up, like really hit the the scarcity and urgency, uh, especially you know your emails, your Facebook posts, or wherever you're putting your ads. Just hit the scarcity and urgency because. The reason why aspect of your copy and the scarcity and urgency that you're using, um, for once, it's it's very real. It's not going to be hard for you to say this. Like, you know, coming in up up to the holiday, like if you think about here in, in Australasia, like you know, in December, it's like it's a it's a really busy time. Everyone wants stuff done before the holiday. So, you know, if you're a landscaper and you say, hey, if you, do you want that new patio uh, before your family comes over for Christmas? Um, you know, book now because. Otherwise, we're going to be flat out. December's crazy for us. But also, it's like, hey, if you want that solar installed into your house before the end of summer, you're going to have to let us know now because we only have spots in January. Other than that, you know, you're stuffed for, for the rest of summer. So it'll be next year project. There's real scarcity and urgency that you, can, uh, that you can leverage here and make sure you do it because it's going to really resonate with your market. Next one, show your face briefly um, so that the team know that you're about and check in. Um, but, you know, you can still get away. I think the big thing is, like, when you're running your business, um, but you're trying to have a holiday, but there are people that are working through, make sure you do show your face briefly. Like, like let them know you are around. And, you know, if you can't get there, then what you want to do is build up, you know, your 2IC and your management team so that they can show face. You know, this is a real business. You need to make sure that, you know, people are around. It's not inmates loose in the asylum um you know there is still some leadership around. well and this is this is one of the reasons why as you grow a business and you and you get a team people are thinking oh it's going to be less profitable but actually often it's more profitable because you don't need to shut down you can actually stay running and it's not just dependent on your energy levels and your ability to have a holiday uh, because if it has to shut when you're on holiday it ain't a business it's a job that's right plain and simple it's a job because you're getting paid for the hours you've done a real business is a business that works, you know, without you, and it's profitable. Yeah, which means you can take a holiday. That's uh, right. And so that, you know, if you can't get away, I guess to sort of wrap things up, if you can't get away without closing down, 
The real problem is your business. That's uh, you don't have a business. You know, it, it is essentially a job, and uh, it's worse than that. You know, because with a job, you actually get vacation. Well, that's it. And if annual it leave, job, it's actually paid. Yeah, if it was a job, you'd be getting paid over that break. Uh, and you wouldn't come back to cash flow issues. Uh, you'd come back to your boss being stressed, but nothing's really well. That bad and it's for you. worse. <laughs> Not only don't you get paid, you have to pay the other people. That's right. When they're on leave and so, the tax man. That's right. Yeah. So, so the thing is, build up your revenue. Yeah. Focus on building a team, and you know, ideally to start with one key person you can rely on to to watch things when you're gone. Yeah. Then put the right systems in place, and you will be able to take a break uh, when the other people are working, and uh, you'll pick up a bunch of work. You'll have a much more happy team because they can have breaks when they want you're going to have much better revenue yeah that's right all right let's land this plane all righty whilst having a holiday or vacation shutdown may seem like a good idea there are serious consequences that often take months to fix it's better to keep operating in a proactive way and create a business that allows you and your team to take regular breaks thanks heaps for listening we'll catch you all again next time see you later next week on the profitable tradie podcast At some stage, most business owners have to think about how to market their business. Now, one marketing activity that gets talked about a lot is Google Ads. But most business owners have little idea how Google Ads actually works. As a result, they spend too much money for not enough results, either with an agency or by spending hours and hours trying to master it for themselves. Tune into next week's podcast where I interview Josh Moore, who is an expert in Google Ads for plumbing, electrical and similar businesses. Congratulations on being part of a select group of savvy business owners who are taking their businesses to the next level. And to help you on your journey, don't forget to check out our show notes for a copy of our free book, The Profitable Trady, and other valuable resources. Thanks for being a part of this special group, and we'll see you in the next episode of The Profitable Trady Podcast.